It's like you don't take life too seriously, but you also have to take your progress seriously. Because if you do not, then you'll wake up in a couple years from now and you'll be just where you are now. Just exactly where you are now. So your life will blow by faster than you realize. It's super, super fast. Right now, a year passes for me feels like a week. That's how it feels. Years will blow by. Four years from now will seem like nothing, dude. And you'll either be a pimp, chode. Dude, anything that of real significance takes years to cultivate. But what's cool is that the years blow by fast and you can get what you want actually pretty fast. Our minds are filled with, again, we're contrasting ourselves against people, comparing ourselves, rather than just getting into momentum. You shouldn't be thinking. People are thinking too fucking much. Or they're comparing themselves to other people as if by comparing yourself, that matters. What does it matter? Mental late, they're mentally fucking lazy. People, people, Tony Robinson, people major in minor things. Turn off the fucking TV. It's a god, news and shit is a goddamn fucking tabloid. What help has any of that shit given you? Dude, like you have to train your mind to be like, okay, new task, look at the task, focus on it. I work fucking hard, dude. Everybody that I see working is in my mind fucking pussies. Holy shit, people don't work, dude. It's so crazy how little people work. People go to work for eight hours, it's like two hours. What are they doing? I watch people work. I'm like, what is he doing? Why is he here? Go run in the field, motherfucker. Don't just sit here. Go run, play. Don't sit here in this weird gray zone between working and not working. What are you doing? I'm very, I'm self-hypnotized with two things. Hard fucking work and being fucking funny. So because of that, work ethic is built, right? So it's like a, it's like a, like an endurance race. So the thing is, like, you you build that up. That's why, like, I love these guys that are like, the economy is getting bad, man. Oh shit, I'm like, no, you're a pussy. You you want to keep being a pussy, and then and then have easy money given to you. People just don't fucking work. They have no work ethic. I I never meet anybody with fucking work ethic. Like rarely. When I do, I'm like, yo, high five, dude. And then we're like instantly friends because almost nobody has a work ethic. It's so crazy. I'm having as much fun working as I do fucking around. You guys see that? There's no difference to me. I don't care if I'm working, if I'm having fun. Recreation is overrated. People think you need to be having recreation to have fun. You don't. I can't have fun working. Why not? It's your attitude towards the work. Now, sometimes work can be tough. I get that. It can be miserable. It can be soul-sucking. But, but in general, you, it's mental strength. You choose to have fun because you're, you have no mental muscle that chooses to have fun at that point. It's like, what could be possible after 10 years? Like, start thinking like that. Like, what could I look like in 10 years? What could I look like in 20 years? What could I look like in 30 years? If you're 20, you should be thinking, what could you look like in 30 years? What could your life look like? And I realized that I need to surround myself with winners. I need to surround myself with people that are killing it and crushing me at life. I need to surround myself with people that hold me to higher standards. I need to read books and control my influences. And I'm very careful about what influences I allow into myself. Very, very selective about what people I, around, I allow around myself. If people are acting up, I get rid of them. You gotta do it, man. The Iron Gate, baby. Personal boundaries. Shut. The Iron Gate. Personal boundaries, Eddie bullshit. Shut.
And as you grow, you'll have to do that to more and more things. See, growing is about saying no to more and more things. You say no to bullshit little tabloid pretending to be media. You say no to friends that are negative. You say no to procrastination. You say no to approaching anxiety with a woman. You say no to holding yourself to a lower standard. You just say fucking no. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You have one life. What are you going to fucking do? You know, you're going to die. Reflect on this. Like, we hate it because it's scary, but it's true. You're going to fucking die. This is it. If this is your one chance alive, why risk it? And if you're not doing something that is true to you, it doesn't matter what you get. You know you fucked up life. And you need to find the one thing you would fucking die for, the one thing where it doesn't matter, the one thing you would sacrifice everything for. And it sounds drastic, but every single one of us has this inside. What is doing you? That's the question. What do you want for you? What do you value? Not society, not your friends, not your teachers, not your parents. That's huge, by the way. You know, a lot of us, were trying to chase the opinions of other people we don't even give a fuck about, and then we ignore the people we actually care about. If you died right now, and say again, you really sink into this. You're at your funeral, everyone's there. Who are the people you wish, if only you had like 30 more seconds alive, you could go to and say, hey, thank you, you matter, I love you too. You know, and you'll be surprised. Like it's some people that might've always been there for you, but you just undervalue them. Instead of being like, hey, thank you for being there. You're like, but I want that person's approval, that person's approval, that, it's like, no. You realize what you value. You realize what you care about. You know, in terms of what you've been doing with your job, what you've been doing with your life the impact you've had. Are you someone who added value to the world? Are you someone who just took? Is there any guilt? Are there any regrets? Are there people you wish you could become alive 30 seconds or just go back to and say, I'm sorry, or say, I forgive you? This is huge, just kind of sinking into perspective and then finding that one thing where it's like, if I did this, it doesn't matter if I succeeded. It doesn't matter if I die tomorrow. I would feel fucking fulfilled because I'm pursuing something that is authentic to me. I never want to live life to the point where I need to escape my life. And if I have that, uh, I need to escape it, I'm going to do something about it. It's not give up. It's like, what can I do about it? When you take that attitude, you'll be surprised how much is in your control. We think we're all so helpless. That is complete bullshit. There's so much in your control. You are so free. There are so many possibilities. All these limitations are in your fucking head. First thing is once you commit to it, you'll be surprised by how much will pop up. Once you commit, you'll start noticing opportunities. If you think you can't do it, it's not possible, you won't pick up on those opportunities. And you have to understand the power of selective focus. There's so much shit happening in the world. You can't pick up on everything at the same time. And you pick up on stuff that reinforces what you believe, what you feel. Commit to something else, you'll pick up and see the world a completely different way. You know? And you can do what you want. You can change your life. 
Right now, you don't have to go into work tomorrow. You can just drive off and move somewhere. You don't have to hang out with the people you hate. You can do what you want. You're fucking free. The limitations are in your fucking mind. Anyone here going through adversity, going through something bad, how do you know it's bad? That question is huge. How do you know? And then reflect on how ignorant you are. You know, because what is really like a life crisis? It's when things don't go according to your plan. How do you know what's best for you? And really reflect on how little you know about the world, the universe, about like we know nothing. We're so stupid. So stupid. You have no idea, and we're so quick to judge shit. As soon as something's like, oh, it's not going according to plan, fuck, why is this happening? Stop judging it. How do you know? And then reflect back on all those things you thought were bad for you, and how maybe in the long run they weren't. You don't know what's good for you or not. Stop judging it. And as soon as you stop judging it, shit gets way easier. Because that's what holds us back. It's like we think it's bad for us and then we resist it and there's all the negative, like why is this happening? The self-hate. If you're just like, fuck yeah, adversity. You don't know what's good for you or not. Stop judging. You're on this ride that is life. Like you're already on the fucking ride. Your seatbelt's fucking strapped in. You can resist it and judge every up and down or just go with the flow. You're here till you die. Go with the flow of shit. You don't know what's good or not. Why not just embrace it all and just view it as contrast? You know, as you were asking with different emotions, that's what makes life interesting. It's the ups and downs. If things were going well the entire time, how boring would that be? You can think you know more than the universe or the universe has your back. Now, fuck should I know if the universe has my back, but guess what? Life's a lot easier if you adopt that belief. And that's really how I view it. It's like, here's a new flavor. Here's a new face. Um, you could even view your life like a fucking movie. It's like, here's the next scene. You've exhausted that scene. You've reached that point where it's like, there's nothing to learn from that scene anymore. You won't expand from that phase of life. So here's something new. And it's always extremely uncomfortable because you're kind of shoved into the unknown. It's out of your comfort zone. Again, if you won't expand, life will help you expand. And if you go with the flow, shit's way easier. Find the excitement that you are back to ground zero, but in a new area. So here you are in this new phase and you can resist trying to go back or let's see what up. This is also a huge thing when it comes to adversity. Stop focusing on whatever happened or on blame and look for the lesson. So it's not like, oh, this happened, what if? It's like, what's the lesson here? Imagine this was for your own good. What's the lesson? What can I take out of it? And there's always some kind of lesson or some kind of opening. What'll happen exactly and precisely 
if I do this. Okay, and this is key. What will happen exactly and precisely if I do this? And by do this, I mean, say, bettering yourself as a person, whatever goal you're trying to accomplish. Okay, what will happen? And this is where you really paint, say, the pot of gold you know, at the end of the fucking rainbow. Like, this is the dream. This is what you're running towards. This is why you're in it. Okay, it's like, hey, if I better myself, how will this affect my life? What will happen to me? Okay, and don't be vague. Vagueness really kills everything. You have to be very precise here. That'll affect, say, social interactions. That'll affect friendships, relationships. It'll affect my job because I have willpower. I'll be able to hustle more in my job. I'll be you know, able to go pursue different opportunities. I feel like I'll deserve those opportunities because my self-esteem will be on the rise, so on and so forth. You should have a huge list, okay? And again, this is why you're in this. This should be like the most attractive uh, list ever. What will happen exactly and precisely if I don't do this? What will happen if I do this? What will happen if I don't do this? And this is where you scare yourself shitless, okay? And it can't just be like, well, if I don't do this, yeah, whatever. Because, hey, if you don't know what will happen if you don't do this, then guess what? Nothing's going to kick you in the ass. Okay, well, if I don't do this, I know I'm not living up to my full potential. I know that I could be, say, a better person, but I'm not. And that there is just slowly burn me inside. Okay, that's going to affect your self-esteem. And uh, you're going to start, say, trying to fill that void because you're not tapped into, say, internal fulfillment. Uh, you try to rationalize yourself out of it, but you're going to know in your gut till the day you die you're living a life of fucking life. Okay? And you'll see people, like, they find out about the fact that they can take control over their lives and they don't do it, and they live very unhappy lives. They really do. You look at them, and they'll have their excuses, they'll have their story, but, again, on their deathbed, they will know. It's like, fuck, I fucked up. But you really have to scare yourself here, okay? The what will happen if I do this should be huge and positive, and the what will happen if I don't do this should be extremely scary. Now here you have both sides, and here comes the third question, what am I willing to sacrifice to get there? That's huge, okay? Like, are you really willing to sacrifice comfort? Are you really willing to let go of your assumptions of who you are, the world around you, and evolve? If you're not going all out, you're not doing it the right way, you're not really hustling to make a change, you're wasting a lot of fucking time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We all want success. We all want to be successful. We all want to reach our full potential. And, you know, we pretty much know how to get there. You know, deep down inside, you know what you have to do to be successful. But before we get started, let's just say embarking on that path of success, we take a little vacation on Someday Isle. Okay, and this is this magical, wonderful place where we just sit around, dream, and fantasize about all the successful things we will do someday. Now, of course, some excuses are valid, but not many. How to tell if your favorite excuse is valid or not, simply look around and ask yourself, is there anyone else just like me with my same excuse who is successful anyway? And what you realize is that there are literally thousands, if not millions, of people just like you or who've had it far worse than you who have gone on to accomplish a lot more than you. And what they had is self discipline. That's really it. The difference between being successful and being unsuccessful is having the self discipline necessary to resist the allure of the excuses. 
How do you become successful? Simply look at successful people, look at what they do, and do it. Okay, it's as simple as that. It's very straightforward. Discipline yourself to do what they do long enough that it becomes a habit, and at some point, success will happen. It's a guarantee, it's inevitable, it's not an accident. And sadly, failure isn't an accident either. So what you need to do here is look at these successful people. What they do, look at how they think, okay, what are the thoughts that pop in their head, there aren't any excuses there. Look at what they read, who they associate with, what they eat, and replicate all of that. Okay? Same note too, look at unsuccessful people. Look at who they associate with, look at how they think, the thoughts that go through their head, you're gonna see all those excuses. Look at what they eat, look at what they read, and don't do any of that. Okay, unsuccessful people always seek the fastest and easiest way to get the things they want right now with little or no concern for the long-term consequences of their behavior. That's valuing the short-term over the long-term. You just want that instant gratification. Successful people resist that. Okay, they're long-term thinkers, they have long-term goals, and everything they do, they're always asking themselves, okay, how will this affect me a day from now, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now? And that's how they evaluate what they do. Who else here has ever battled any self-doubt or feeling the imposter syndrome? What we don't realize is a lot of times our environment, you have a physiological response to the way people around you perceive you and you start to fit into that mold whether you realize it or not. And over time, it becomes reinforced with the self-image, which is what we're talking about here. What it comes from is the expectations of the people around you. When I go back to Kansas, I, for lack of a better term, kind of shrink up because every person who knew me in Kansas knew me as the guy who didn't get girls. And so one of the things I want you to realize is your self-image is under your control 100%. When I dropped out of dental school, there was no reason for me to think I was a dating coach because I didn't have clients yet. It was like, who am I to give dating advice? Who am I to teach other guys how to do this? Like, I'm, I'm a guy who used to suck with girls. I stepped into that role because I made that my self-image. Because of the things I'd done up to that point in my life, I was confident in my ability to do so. And here's what's crazy is before anybody knew who Patrick James was, I would go to events like this and I would tell people, Listen, it's just a matter of time. There's no way it doesn't work if I just persist. The only way it doesn't work is if you stop. And the only reason you're gonna stop is if a girl turns you down, a girl doesn't respond, and then you just say, you know what, maybe it's not meant to happen, and then you just stop. If you're battling self-doubt, it really comes down to this one thing that can either become an upward spiral of success or a downward spiral of doom. First, it starts with our potential. You guys are men, you have the ability to speak words, so there is some level of potential there for you to be able to talk to a girl and maybe get her attracted to you. And that potential, it leads to you taking a certain action. You approach a girl or you overthink and you don't approach a girl, right? That potential can directly correlate into the action that you take. Sometimes you take action, but then this moment happens and you freeze up. What happens when you take an action is you get a result. And from that result, we get belief and that belief goes directly back into our potential. So let's say you get a negative result. She doesn't text you back, she doesn't respond, and that result leads you to believe, who am I to get these types of girls? Of course a girl like that didn't respond to me. And then that belief now affects your potential moving forward. And does your potential go up or down if that's your belief? Down. So you repeat this cycle over and over again, and you get a man who's 42 years old, He's a virgin, 
He's never been confident about anything in his life. It's because of this one process that has just repeated itself over and over again. And so then that affects your potential moving forward. But you take an action, and let's say you get a positive result. That result reinforces that you are probably capable of doing so, and then that improves your potential. And so looking at this alone, it literally just starts here. Believing in yourself, not identifying your belief with the result that you get. You can cut the cycle right now and say, what self-image do I want to step into? Who do I want to become? And here's the thing, you have to take action. That's a given. You can't get a result without taking action. But at the end of the day, you can't let your self-image and your belief in yourself be affected by the results you get. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, this is the thing I loved about them when I would watch them growing up, their absolute belief in their self. Kobe Bryant, his first rookie season in the NBA, he's this all-star kid who's coming out of high school, going into the NBA. They lose in the playoffs his first year, his rookie year, because he was just airballing three-pointers, airballing shots. He got a negative result and his team lost. The fact that he was missing shots, Kobe Bryant is the epitome of, I don't care if I airball, I'm still gonna shoot again. And to a detriment, some might argue, but he died a legend because he never let his results affect his belief in himself. He always believed in himself and he kept taking action regardless. That's the lesson here, the takeaway. Sometimes that self-doubt can creep in, but again, it really comes down to your self-image. Are you the type of person who's gonna make it happen regardless or not? Logan Paul, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Who is he to believe that he can beat the greatest boxer of all time, right? A guy who's never lost, who is he to believe that he can do it? But this man, he's delusionally optimistic about his ability to beat Floyd Mayweather because he has absolute belief in himself. The only way you fail is if you stop or you die first. I don't want anyone to tell me anything is impossible ever again.